she isn't afraid to dissect an issue, even if it ruffles some feathers. With Global Top Talkers, here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. And it is time for our talkers on this Friday night. Tonight, we got Peter Sherman, you can hear on Global News Radio, and Rick Zamprin, Assistant Program and News and Sports Director over at our sister station, Global News Radio Hamilton. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Good evening. Good evening, Alex. Well, it's been a... What's that? I was, I was just going to say good evening to Rick, but uh, good evening to both of you. There you go. Uh, well, it has been a, a talk radio kind of dream in the last couple of weeks. There's been more to cover than we even know what to do with. But, uh, you know, Justin Trudeau at the beginning of the week said he was going to campaign high. You know, they go low, we go high. And then the next day he's calling conservatives ambulance chasers on an issue that Canadians on all sides are very upset about. And, you know, this is one of those weeks where we've got headlines on Elizabeth Wetlofer, you've got Terry McClintock, Paul Bernardo, you've got news on Matthew DeGroote out in Calgary. And then, you know, I think what is becoming an issue is that justice doesn't seem to be tipped in the favor of the victims at all these days. And I'll start with you uh, on this, Peter. But does this become an election issue of, you know, justice? Well, it could, because uh, I've said this before on air and off, and I believe this. There is a legal system. You've covered it. Um, over and over again, Mm -hmm. but there's also a justice system. And don't confuse one for the other. Uh, In Canada, I don't believe that uh, the justice is served. I can say, and I'm not going to get down and dirty with uh, any particular individual, that uh, I think that an eye for an eye justice sometimes um, has some legitimacy. Uh, I don't know why I've been paying all these years, and and you have and everybody listening to us has, for Paul Bernardo to, to sit in jail. There was no reason for it, given what he did. So I, I, I think that um, some states have a good idea of how to deal with people like Paul Bernardo. We don't. Now we're talking about uh, his ability to apply for parole. Mm. Uh, I don't think he's going to get it. That's not the point. No, but the, uh, the, the French's and the Mojave's then have to go through it again and again. And why do we and do again? that? Right. Why do we do that? Well, so, we're compassionate, just not to the victims. And then I look at the story of uh, this fellow, Matthew DeGroote, who killed five people. And I understand he's in rehabilitation. And uh, I, I don't think that rehabilitation is a bad idea. But I read a quote from him that says, It grieves me knowing the pain and anger I've caused. Uh, I desperately wish it didn't happen. I take relapse prevention seriously. I will do everything in my power to make amends. I've never seen... The words may change. I've never seen or heard of a person who's taken the lives of others who didn't at some point say that. Mm. So uh, my attitude is, I'm sorry. You know, stop being uh, so soft mm. on on criminality that takes people away from other people. That's what it is. You deprive me of somebody I love. You deserve to pay a penalty. And it seems we're getting far away from that. So could it become an election issue? I hope it does. Yeah, I do too. I mean, because for justice to be done in this country, and this is a long-held principle, it has to be seen to be done, Rick. And these days it doesn't seem like it's being done. And so, you know, I spoke to the father of one of the, the boys that were killed in that, in that stabbing. I talked to him at length today. And and like we were talking about, his whole life now is spent going to hearings and listening to this stuff only to be ignored by those who are making all the decisions. And they literally feel like they have no say. And you know what, in that case, in the DeGroote case, times that by five. Yep. And all the other cases that we mentioned, uh, you know, Elizabeth Wetlofer, Terry Lynn McClintock, Paul Bernardo. I mean, now we're we're talking multiple, multiple victims. And you know what, if Andrew Shear and Jagmeet Singh were smart, and I know that they both are, they will make this an election issue. Well, Singh won't. I, they, they just won't. Well, no, they won't. <laughs> I, I think the fact of the matter is Canadians, when they hear these stories, yeah. are naturally angry, and they become angry at the government in power. 
forgetting who brought in these laws or changed the rules. They just are pointing the finger at the the ruling power, the ruling party. Mm -hmm. And it's the opposition's job, I think, to say, hey, listen, this has to change. This current government is clearly showcasing that they have no uh, thought of making any alterations, any improvements to our justice system, making it tougher. You know, vote us in and we will do that job. I I think that's got to be their stance. Yeah, well, we'll see where this one goes out. But you know what I do know? I know that a lot of newsrooms are likely looking into seeing where certain cases are standing now. And if it starts to appear that these, you know, that the worst of the killers in this country are getting out, you know, 10 years, 11 years into life sentences, we are going to have a big problem on our well, hands. Do you know what yeah. else we know? Yeah. We know we know that a number of provinces, and it's uh, a majority of provinces or nearing a majority of provinces, are moving to uh, the right in terms of who they're electing, mm-hmm. and it's not going unnoticed in Ottawa. And I think that uh, if the Liberals want to present that alternative that they're presenting, then uh, they do so at their peril. On the other side of the coin, you've got Bernier and you've got yeah. Sheer. So who knows what can happen in an election? We will see. Let's talk about Ronaldo. I don't even know if Ronaldo has a last name, so I'll just call him Ronaldo. But he is the uh, world-famous soccer player now accused of rape. An investigation has, in fact, been reopened in the United States, and it involves allegations dating back 10 years ago with a woman in Vegas. And yesterday we had learned he's not playing in Portugal, but now he is playing for Italy. The lawyer of the alleged victim, here are his comments on this. She has uh, uh, a lot of problems. Um, uh, attributable to the 2009 um, sexual assault. Uh, it's clearly stated in her reporting uh, to the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department, and it's consistently been reported uh, to... Um, she has con- been very consistent in her reporting of that. Okay, so Rick, um, I know you're the big sports guy. It seems, though, like, you know, Portugal said no to him. Italy will say yes to anybody. And it does seem that there may be different rules when it comes to sports stars and the Me Too movement. Did you get the sense that this will be short-lived? Uh, well, I'll break it down for you. Cristiano Ronaldo is... Oh, wait, did I call him the wrong name? Did I call him Ronaldo? No, sorry. Sorry. I just noticed Ronaldo. all I know is the abs. That's it. <laughs> Ronaldo is his last name. Okay. Cristiano is his first name. But uh, this, this would be the analogy. He plays for Canada. Uh, in a hockey sense, but his club team is, you know, the Pittsburgh Penguins. So he plays for Portugal. That's his ancestry, but he plays for a club team in Italy. So the Portuguese national team is saying, you know what, Cristiano, take a seat. Uh, we're not going to you know, bring you onto the field right now for our, uh, upcoming games. Juventus is the team that he plays for in Italy, has said, uh, you know, he, he's uh, able to play for us. He's going to be playing for us. His manager came out and said that. Uh, this is clearly a double standard because, you know, the fact of the matter is there's an investigation in the United States into very serious allegations, and what the City, which is the Italian League, has to do is say, you know what, until this investigation bears any kind of fruit, you're going to sit, we're going to, you know, suspend you, or whatever the wording has to be, be no different than what happened with uh, Blue Jays closer Roberto Osuna. Serious allegations were made, he went to court, he was suspended by Major League Baseball. That has to happen in this case, and it is not, and it's disgusting. Well, uh, it's de- well. look, it's schizo- I'm, a, I'm a due process person, um, but it seems that the Me Too is a bit schizophrenic when it's like, who goes, and everyone's got a different policy as to what they're going to do, Pete. Look, I'm, oh, no, I- I'm looking. I'm looking at reports as well, and I'm seeing that uh, the woman who uh, alleges that she was raped received uh, three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Apparently, allegedly. Yeah. No, no, they had a cash agreement for and okay, a non-disclosure agreement. Okay, so that was agreement. in 2010, yeah. and this event occurred in 2009, and uh, and so now we're talking about it again, and there's an investigation, and she's gone public. Uh, it it begs a question, and I'm and I'm all for 
justice. And if he did this thing, then he should pay. But in the meantime, you were quiet since 2010. You were quiet since 2009. You haven't said anything. You took the $375,000. You didn't make a fuss then. What was it? They didn't want to pay again? I, You know, I have to ask the question. Well, no, they just, everyone's all of a sudden gotten brave since the Kavanaugh thing. That's what they say. I guess we'll see. All right, mm. gentlemen, I got to leave it there and I'll release you to your libations and a great turkey weekend. Indeed. <laughs> Same to you. Thanks, guys, very much. That is uh, Rick Zamperin and, of course, Peter Sherman joining me tonight. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.